When you hear the word warfare, what do you think about? In our day, I'm sure you begin to think about the thousands of young men and women who were deployed in Afghanistan and Iraq doing battle with terrorists. You're probably visualizing them hunkered down in the foxholes, shielding themselves behind the bullet-riddled buildings. You may even remember the vivid images that were shown on your television as the first bombs were dropped in those two countries. Uh, I'm sure that we all have been traumatized just by the reporting that took place during these battles, and even still today, different skirmishes that are taking place. And no doubt, as you think about warfare, you think about death. Over these last several years, we have heard and read the names of hundreds of young men and women who have given their lives for freedom. We have seen the pictures of grieving wives, grieving husbands, grieving sons, grieving daughters, grieving mothers, and grieving fathers. We have watched as they tried to share with the world who their sons and daughters were. We have watched as they cried one minute and laughed the next. And all of this is because of warfare. Friends, just like there is a struggle and a warfare in promotion of personal freedoms and peace, there is also a spiritual warfare taking place to promote spiritual freedom and peace. This freedom and peace is in regards to the souls of men, women, boys, and girls. Humanity is in spiritual bondage to sin and Satan, and in general has little or no peace. In this warfare, there is also a great need for soldiers who are willing to go to battle, willing to be injured, and even willing to give their lives. These soldiers are the born-again Christians who have a personal faith in Jesus Christ. These soldiers are also willing to give their lives, as I said, for the freedoms of others. As Christians fight in this warfare, they must remember who the enemy is. The enemy is not the drug addict, nor the prostitute. It is not even the despised dictators of the world, nor the terrorists of the world. The enemy is Satan. Scripture says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Far too often, we go after those involved in sin as if they were Satan himself. Let us always remember that they are under bondage and need to be liberated to a life of freedom and peace in Christ Jesus. For that to happen, we have to go forth and do battle with Satan. I'm sure that on any given day, you come in contact with those people who really irritate you, those people who maybe hurt you, those people who even use you. And it's very easy to begin to look at those people as being your enemy. Well, truthfully, they're doing what they're doing because they do not have a personal relationship with Christ or because they have a superficial relationship with Christ and they have not grown in spirit and in truth and in grace. Whichever the case may be, they don't need your condemnation as much as they need your prayers, your love, and compassion. For through the grace of God, that individual that you think of as your enemy may become your very best friend. Don't forget that they are being blinded by Satan, and Satan is the one we're really doing battle with. May you go forth today and be that Christian soldier that Christ desires you to be.